We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Lucky Lefty Podcast. The Anora Boys are in the building, brought to you by Anora Whiskey. AnoraWhiskey.com is that premium American whiskey, AnoraWhiskey.com. And if you drink, by all means, make sure that you drink responsibly. You got to drink responsibly. Of course, we're going to talk NFL playoffs and what we saw yesterday. And man, it's just good to see Notre Dame offensive linemen wearing teams down in the fourth quarter and running the ball. It was just a beautiful sight to see this weekend left. We're going to talk about Justin Scott. There was only one podcast that kind of told you in the midst of all the chaos of deleted tweets. There was only one podcast that told you, relax. Nothing's changed. That's right. Chill. So basically the reporting that's happening this weekend is just confirming what Lucky Lucky podcast said over a week ago. That's right. Like We said it. Relax. But you, why are you tripping over a deleted tweet? Chill. We'll talk about his visit to Notre Dame coming up this weekend. And then we're starting our Back to Future segment each and every Monday. Back up to until spring football, we're going to look at a game from the 2022 season, dissect it, and take from it what it means for 2023. It's going to be pretty interesting. Left, I have like a page full of notes from watching this Ohio State game, bro. And in hindsight, if you watched the first five minutes, it would have told you everything that was going to happen this season. Like literally, in hindsight, if you go back and watch the first five minutes of that Ohio State game, it would tell you everything you need to know about that Notre Dame football team. I mean, if if my recollection serves me right, I do remember us being very uh, potential worthy and had a lot of exciting things where we could be okay. But then I see a lot of uh, confusion in terms of what what are we as a team in that same five minutes. I saw us be able to have some explosive plays with some guys that flashed, but I also saw we have a stall in that same drive where it was like, what are we trying to do here? Are we trying to be uh, offensive coordinator centric? I'm a mastermind. I can do a bunch of, you know, different 
mismatches throughout the game, or are we just a team that's physically more dominant than the team across from us? I think we just got caught on trying to do two things at once, which made us highlight other players that you didn't hear about for the rest of the season. So, you know, I agree. The inconsistency stood out right there. And then defensively, you know, you flash and be like, okay, we, we our secondary is a, is a strong point. But then we have moments where it's third and long and you're like, oh, that's what the issue was last year. We, we're lacking something in the middle of the defense and we're not getting enough pressure when we need it. And that's causing us to have some struggles to get off the field. But that first five minutes, if I serve memory correctly, that's what we went through. Yeah, it was a lot. And that's what I mean. You see everything in the first five minutes. And, of course, going back in hindsight, like I said, you can see like, ah, mm. but at that moment, you're just caught in the moment of the game. I'll tease it with this. For some reason, I didn't realize that the Notre Dame band traveled to that game. The Notre Dame brand band was bringing it, bro. The Notre Dame band brought it. They added to the atmosphere. You knew. It was almost like, oh, snap, that's our third down music on defense. We was in the building for sure. <laughs> playing our flutes and clarinets. We don't be playing on. He said playing our flutes and clarinets. Instruments that would stand out. We playing them, them flutes and stuff. We didn't even play them big dog <laughs> instruments. So, man, how would you compare the, the Notre Dame drum, drum line? Is the Notre Dame drum line strong? Man, we're technical. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky Lucky Podcast. You hit the notes right. <laughs> Apple Podcast, Spotify. CFB Nation in conjunction with Irish Breakdown, all of our great content. Go leave five stars. We greatly appreciate it. We respond to all comments. Matter of fact, go to our YouTube page. Subscribe right now. Hit the notification bell so every time we go live or post a video, you'll get it. It's the Lucky Lefty Podcast. You already know. We spin it different. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yo, it was a pretty good weekend of football, some disappointing games. Uh, but the last one was what we expected. It was two, <laughs> it was two really good teams, two really good defenses. It was good to watch the Notre Dame, Notre Dame guys, especially McGlinchey and uh Aaron Banks. Aaron Banks, man. Late in that game was demolishing people in the running game. It's what just good Aaron to see. Banks? I think Aaron Banks, he's two years behind Mc. No, he's ahead of McGlinchey. If I'm not, that's a good question, Left. I wasn't there with Aaron Banks, so he's yeah, I think after. he had. Yeah, he has to be before McGlinchey, right? Or is he after you? Probably after. Now let's look it up. He is the class of 21. Yeah, so he's only, what, two years in. Oh, okay. So he, yeah, he's yeah, yeah. going. Yeah. So he was like the – he was the crew that Harry recruited, but Harry didn't get a With chance that. to coach because he went to the Bears. I don't know why I thought he was in the league longer than that. I'm bugging. Because wow. he, he's so good. Because he's so good. Because he came from Notre Dame. Because <laughs> of Harry, right? Harry got yeah, and out. I don't think I don't think most people thought he would be as good. I mean, some people had him down as all pro, uh, pro bowl nomination with the season he had. They were very pleased with the way he played this year. And, you know, yeah, he was in the 21 class. He was a round two. He was a round two pick, though. So scouts liked him. He was a forty-eight pick. He had the frame, and he's similar frame to what you yeah. see from Blake Fisher. Yeah, just uh, just dominant. You know, coming in, and if you just add some technique to a frame like that, you're on your way. You know what? He's better than he was at Notre Dame. Yeah, he and got I, better for sure. I, I think. It's different because he wasn't able to be coached by Harry, even though he came there for him. You know why he's sitting next to McGlinchey? You know. Yeah. It it's interesting. It's interesting. Wow. Man, you know what? You talk about Quentin Nelson and McGlinchey, Zach Martin. I thought Zach Martin handled Armstead yesterday. Mm-hmm. For the majority of the snaps. That's what I'm well, talking we know, about. Yeah, like, we know Zach Martin's a Hall of Famer in the making Hall of Fame guard. Absolutely. Dallas's second or first best or greatest lineman of all time. Absolutely. Zach Martin's been in gym since he's touched the field. So not surprised at the impact that he's having, even through all the injuries. Yeah. You know, tons of injuries. He's a, one of the toughest guys I've ever been around. So I'm extremely excited to see, you know, every time I watch these guys play. 
I get excited about the offensive line this year, right? Because I feel like the tackles are going to be even better this year. Yeah, another. I'm telling you the the, the amount of time that the guys spend pre practice and post practice throughout the season, and any time they get on the field, adds up. It's like a whole nother year of just working on your technique. And Harry, he's saying that's his, his, his solution to success and something that is, uh, has came in handy for how advanced guys have been on their technique. Man, so we go from that game yesterday. Well, my last thought from that game is, man, look, Dak Prescott, it might be time. This is his last season where he is a cap uh, hit. What? I'm, if you want to win a Super Bowl, it might be time to move on. What you talking about? Dude making $40 million a year against the cap. What are you talking about? Yeah. If you want to build a team, obviously they had to let Amari Cooper go to stay under the cap. They drafted well. They get Micah Parsons. Yeah, they have issues along the offensive line. But the young man that Stood in the the young rookie showed himself well yesterday against Joey Bosa and left tackle. So it's obvious that not only that they can identify talent along the offensive line, but they can develop talent along the offensive line. You got Colin McGovern, Notre Dame fans know that name. You got Zach Martin, and you got Tyron Smith over at the right tackle. They're going to be okay along the offensive line. C.D. Lamb balled out yesterday. Had a good game. Just not he had a good game. And, dude, enough. Dak missed him on a couple of crossing routes that he might have been able to take another 10, 15 yards. See, but, a Lamar in Dallas, I like I like the sound of that. Oh, man. wait a minute. Hey, hey, don't threaten me with a good time. Do threat, <laughs> don't threaten me with a I good time. I would get a jersey today. Don't do. Do not threaten me with a good time. Lamar Jackson in Dallas? Lamar Jackson could have taken the field yesterday, healthy. That's a caveat, healthy. If healthy, that's fine. But, yeah, I agree. The Pollard injury hurt, but Dak was still bad. Dak was bad before Pollard got injured. Yeah. So I just don't see them winning a championship with Dak as a quarterback. That's my opinion. I think the biggest mistake – which goes to the next game, Saturday, your boys. I say your boys because, you know, you're a longtime Jaguars fan. That's right. Self-proclaimed. Oh. <laughs> All my friends know. I was waiting for that Jag sweater to be worn today, too. Oh, listen, I got to get it dry clean, you know. <laughs> I got to get that visit treatment. Yo, I say this because the key is the decision that needed to be made. When Dak Prescott had his fatal injury, that was the season that Trevor was coming out. And it was a question of whether or not the Cowboys were going to tank. And the Cowboys proceeded to win like six, seven games that year. I forget. And everybody was like, what are they doing? Like Trevor Lawrence is sitting right there. Dak has a multiple compound fractured leg. He was already a tackle. Right. You have to pay him if you bring him back. You have to give him $40 million. Why not reset the cap 
and go get a rookie and build a team around him like Trevor Lawrence. And in two years, you can be this great team or give Dak his 40 and eventually have to give away Amari Cooper and other players. And you won't have the talent around him. And this is what you see. You have Dak, who's not an elevator of talent, right? He's not. You give him talent, he can win ball games. I would say he doesn't have enough talent around him. He has C.D. Schultz, who just, I don't know what he was thinking yesterday. Man, that last drive, I don't know if he was <laughs> sleepwalking or what. I'm like, what are you doing? So it just goes to show, man, that when you build a program, not only in the NFL, but also in college, and we can relate this to Notre Dame, you have to make a decision on what you're going to go after. And it seems like Notre Dame has chosen to elevate the quarterback room under Marcus Freeman. And Marcus Freeman recognized that early. Like, yo, he was having conversations with the staff and with the players immediately after the season. Like, yo, we need to to elevate this quarterback room. Yeah. Right? Because we just can't have the quarterback play here and consistently try to build a roster that helps the quarterback play. No, we have to get a quarterback that's going to elevate everything else because we can't recruit five stars in mass like Alabama and Georgia. So we have to find our niche and our path. You get Sam Hartman, Kenny Minchie, CJ Carr. You stack those. You start to feel pretty good. And Tyler Buckner seems to have improved himself. So, you know, you see when you look at the decision that Dallas could have made and chose not to make, you can see Notre Dame and Marcus Freeman being in the same quandary and choosing to say, you know what, we're going to rock out. Because they could have very well have said, you know what, we went 9-3 and three with Drew. You know, we can rock with Drew. We're going to bring Drew and Tyler back. They could have very well done that. They could have said Drew's probably going to get be- Drew's going to get better. Tyler's going to get better. Man, we're just going to keep- continue to build around them. And they made the decision, unlike Jerry Jones, to say, no, we're not about to go that route. We have to elevate the quarterback play. Yeah, I think Jerry Jones is a guy that is not waiting on winning. So I think when it comes to making tough decisions, he's made them in the past with Emmitt Smith. Uh, you saw an example of. So I think, you know, he's he wants to take a, a drastic measures. That's if the market is right. I think Lamar will fit great in Dallas. I think with just the brand and what Lamar could do in Dallas uniform, mm-hmm. uh, if it's an option, something that Jerry will probably be um, – on on topic four, just because he's trying to win now. And I think that's similar to Notre Dame program. But we're trying to win now. So with Sam Hartman, can he be the poised, polished Tyler Buckner that we want for one year? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Can Tyler learn a lot from this guy one year? Possibly if we, if Sam's doing what he's supposed to do, trying to get to the NFL, put yeah. us, our team in positions in a lot of these games to let Tyler play in the second half because we're winning by so much. I think that's something that we would like to see similar to what Alabama does, especially when they have quarterbacks that are ready to play. So I think uh, if Sam Hartman is what we thought he is, he can definitely allow uh, Tyler to be able to come in the game second half or in periods 
to get confidence and to gain that maturity to be ready to take over the year after, possibly or potentially compete with Kenny Minchie. Us bringing Sam Hartman in shows that we're still committed to being on on pace to trying to be in that championship conversation, but it's only a part because, like you said, the D-line is a big hole uh, that we need to fill with weight and some breaks in that pocket if we want to take it all the way to the end. And on top of that, you talk about whether it's the 49ers and Brock Purdy. If Brock Purdy wins the Super Bowl, bro, I don't know what I'll do. Like, I literally just a couple years ago watching Notre Dame wash this dude in a bowl game. Washing. And this dude to walk in and possibly go to a Super Bowl and have an opportunity to win a Super Bowl. But that's something else, man. Because the NFL, when it comes to building a roster, it's not too far of a departure from college football and just winning football games. It's really not. Because you only have a few ways to build a roster and to win a championship, right? Because you have Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan feels like, man, you can give me any quarterback. I can put up points. I got these chess pieces. You give me a quarterback, my offensive line is good, I'll put up points. And then you have teams that just feel like uh, – for me, that is very similar to the Georgia and old Alabama model that Kirby Smart came from. Man, just give me a quarterback. All these pieces we have around them. Just give me a quarterback. We'll win. Just any quarterback will win games and win championships. So it's, it's very similar. And that's something that from a recruiting standpoint that Notre Dame can't do. So to see them go to, I think Trevor Lawrence is a void of offensive talent, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I think Zay Jones is nice. I think Christian Kurt is nice, but he doesn't have a Jamar Chase. He doesn't, he doesn't have a Justin Jefferson, right? Let me tell you the moment I said, okay. The Jaguars are okay. I think it was late in the fourth quarter. They were down double digits, and it was a third and, like, nine. And Trevor takes off, and it's like two Chiefs players right at the sticks. And I'm like, okay. Like, Trevor's probably about to run out of bounds. Man, that cat Trevor lowered his shoulder and lit that safety up. I was like, okay. Like, like this dude, like he's a dude. And you don't realize how big he is. Because he's, no, he's big. He, he's I've been next to him. Yeah, he's a, he's a he carries weight. Right? He's not a stick. And he's just a tough man. He's a really good player. And I think that's why Notre Dame chose and Marcus Freeman chose to go the route that they went. Because you just need those guys, man. You need those guys to be able to elevate and compete and win football games. Phil could have been that guy. He's just not built like that. You know, he's injury prone. And Phil was injury prone and yeah. was dealing with some, <laughs> as you said last week, some cast treat the quarterback position, like the Rooney rule at times. <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure. For sure. It's the triple R, the Rooney recruiter rule. But it's interesting that as we go to he's a Rooney recruiter. That's a shirt. Hey, this is this is your time left. I'll go. You go right ahead, man. Before before I let you roll, Apple Podcast, Spotify, CFB Nation, in conjunction with Iris Breakdown, all of our great content. Go find it. Leave us five stars. Leave comments. We greatly appreciate it. It's the Lucky Lucky Podcast. We spin it different.
This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Go ahead. Cincinnati Buffalo. <laughs> Just another classic proof of how prophetic I am about this football stuff and how tapped in I am to the football gods and, you know, from my mouth to their ears. And when I tell you that this is the Mark Sanchez of football, this is the Mark Sanchez of football. Josh Allen has proven that all this overhyped stuff y'all talking about, he's a fraud compared to Joe Get Busy, Joe Cool, Joe the One. Bro, I've been telling you, oh, yeah, Josh is this and that. He's the next. How? Every year, he's gone down. Back-to-back AFC, and I told you, back-to-back AFC because of what? Their defense is number one. But y'all didn't want to listen. Oh, Josh is just the prototypical. He's so good, blah, blah, blah. How? He loses every time to Patrick Mahomes when it matters. And then don't let Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow came to his house with dirty shoes, boots, Timberlands to be exact into his house, on his couch, in his refrigerator, in his closet, sleeping in his bed, and Josh Allen, of course, did nothing. But y'all gave him this extension before he even, he didn't even have to work for the extension. How? He didn't win no MVPs. He didn't win no division titles. He didn't win no Super Bowls. But you can't pay Lamar? They said they gave Lamar a $113 million guarantee. Yeah, that was ridiculous. But you give Josh Allen $200 mil guarantee? How? He didn't win nothing. At least Lamar got an MVP. You know, that should hold some weight. Josh Allen can't even do that. And he was the favorite. The team was the favorite by Vegas to win the Super Bowl. Twice. He was favored last year to win an MVP and couldn't do it. So I need everybody to stop talking about this, Josh. When y'all hear me speak about a player, I'm telling the truth. Josh Allen may be a great guy. Wonderful, upstanding citizen. But when it comes to this football and when it matters, when the expectations matter, come to Lucky Lucky Podcast. But I tell you the truth, tell you where to put your money at and who the fake and the frauds of the game are. And Josh Allen is the fake and the fraud of the game. Faking the game. I can't believe that y'all didn't believe me when I told you. Why would I got to lie? 
It's not no race thing. Not no white and black thing. It's ability. And Joe Burrow got the ability. Got the ability. So, I don't know what else to say. I told you so. He's the Mark Sanchez of the AFC once again. You got you, you, you got hyped and, and, and convoluted when you saw him go to back-to-back AFC. You thought this was a rivalry with Patrick Mahomes, but how? How? Patrick Mahomes wins every time. Josh well, he did he did beat he did beat Pat earlier this year in the regular season, though. Regular season. Here we go. Regular no, I, I, I was just, you know, pointing that, that out. What do I always talk about? When it counts, when the expectations are great. Drew Pond can win in the regular season. How we get on Drew Pond now? <laughs> I'm just saying, but I'm going back to Josh Allen. When okay. the expectations are there, and I told you he was the Sanchez of the AFC. Everybody laughed. Oh, he's not Mark Sanchez. He doesn't butt fumble. It feels like it. It feels like it. It feels like it. Am I wrong? Let me ask you a question. Does Tyler Buckner have a little Josh Allen in him? Man, Tyler Buckner is a different case. He's got to be able to stay healthy long enough to really get evaluation. When you got the injury bug, it's like, we can't. Come on, man. What can we do with you? All I know is that when it when it comes to the creme de la creme and the cream rising to the top, that's all you can debate. Yeah, you can throw some numbers in there. Oh, he damn near played a perfect game and they just lost in the last 13 seconds, blah, blah, blah. It don't matter. When the cream of the crop rises to the top, that's all that's at the top, the best. It don't matter if it's snowing. Joe Burrow had to play in the snow, too, and all he did was get better. When can you ever say that about turnover Josh Allen? He like apple turnovers, cherry turnovers, football turnovers. He lives in it. See, that's a cultural thing because, you know, it's, it's turnovers for us. It's called apple, you know, fried apple pies. Fried if you got a black grandmother, you know what we're talking about. Well, maybe he needs to get one. Maybe he needs to get a black grandmother. Because them turnovers that he's eating right now, it's costing his team. Now, he didn't have any yesterday. But the effort he gave wasn't good enough. And it just goes to show you. You can only be overhyped for so long before you get put on that stage. Now, you need to pay Lamar because what you're doing is a crime, Baltimore. Buffalo did it and got robbed and, and still love what they get. They got robbed peacefully. Mm-hmm. You give Lamar a hard time. Indeed. My knee hurt too. But I bet you $250 million hell it a lot faster. Make the right decision, Baltimore. If not, send them to Dallas. Let's go. Man. Dallas, man. Send them to Dallas. You know, that's the antidote to Jerry uh, Jones' sickness he was talking about post-game. If Jerry want to end his life on a good note, bring Lamar to Dallas, man. Bring the stars to the stars. Yeah, yeah. I think we're going to have to contact uh, Crumble Corporate 
because we keep getting tweets and inboxes about people going to crumble and sending the pictures of the cookies they got. We have to we gonna have to reach out to Crumble Corporate and say, look, we're bringing you you guys a lot of business, man. Look, we filling your pockets now. We're gonna have to talk. Lucky Lefty Podcast. So it's no need to talk about the Giants and Daniel Jones. Just Philly came back. It was good to see Jalen Hurts healthy, looking healthier, playing well. Matchup with the 49ers is going to be something I'm sure we'll talk about on Friday. But, you know, I love man. These are two really good games. I think you're going to get two really good games for all the marbles in both conferences. That's even with the, the uh, ankle injury. I still think it's going to be a good – because they played three games that came down to the wire in the yeah, fourth it's quarter. Be, it's going to be good. It's going to be hard to – it's going to be pick them games. Yeah. It's going to come down to the fourth quarter. And I expect, I don't expect offenses to really go off. I don't. I, I think it's going to be games that are in the 20s. You know, I don't think anybody really gets to 30, anything like that. And Gavin Wright, I say this. Uh, he was talking about Brock Purdy, saying Notre Dame may have watched him in the bowl. I'm out years ago, but this his time in the league has gone. He's gone against the best defense in the league every week as a scout team. There's big growth. Look, you the Cowboys, the Cowboys made him look like a regular quarterback yesterday. He made one good throw. He made one big throw. That we're gonna keep it a buck. He made one big throw. And that was it. The Cowboys defense made Brock Purdy look like the Brock Purdy we saw against Notre Dame in the bowl game. That's exactly what he looked like. You know how many times he tried to get to the edge and he saw Demarcus Lawrence and Micah Parsons coming and he's like, oh, this is different. <laughs> this ain't like last week. Like this rollout doesn't look the same. He's like, man, you get against an elite defense, which the Eagles have. Hassan Reddick has been just as good as Micah Parsons this year for the Philadelphia Eagles coming off the edge. So the Eagles are going to – and I would venture to say – no, not venture to say. I know with certainty that um, the Eagles secondary is better than the Dallas Cowboys secondary in totality. Trayvon Diggs is probably yeah. the best, but in totality, especially at the safety position. Eagles are nice they're better. Yeah, and they have Jordan Davis and Indomitian Sue on the inside, so that running game – of San Francisco is going to be challenged. Should be a good game. Should be a good game. I'm interested in seeing look, D'Amico Ryans. Let me tell you something, man. That dude needs a head coaching job somewhere. Because he's definitely one of the best defensive coordinators. Him and Lou A of the Bengals, they're the two best defensive coordinators going in the NFL right now. Two best. So, man, if we saw – I wouldn't be mad if we saw a 49ers-Cincinnati Bengals match up in the Super Bowl. Because I feel like, oh, man, I want to see these two defenses go That's at right. it. That's right. Now, of course, the Bengals would have the overwhelming advantage at quarterback, you know. But I think it would be interesting. I do. I think it would be interesting. So, special guest Brian Driscoll is going to join us shortly. As we switch over to our Back to the Future, our first Back to the Future segment of the offseason where we go through each game in 2022 
and we use that game and what we saw the forecast was to come in 2023 for the Notre Dame fighting Irish. Left Justin Scott. It was reported that he was going to visit Notre Dame this weekend. Then yesterday, officially, it was announced that he'll be visiting Notre Dame next weekend. And I still say, <laughs> we hope it happens because Chicago weather can do some things when it comes to visits, right? This is not a plane trip directly into South Bend like most recruits. This is, you know, snow, nasty weather. Let's just pray the next weekend is a nice, clear, cold weekend in the Midwest. 30 degrees, overcast a little bit with the sun trying to peek out, no precipitation. Young man can come down, take his visit two days before his announcement day on the 31st. In spite of the deleted tweet, that was one podcast that told you last week, relax. Nothing has changed. So that is pretty much the update. And he might not be alone. It might work out for the best. Because if he had for if they had forced the issue and come on yesterday, more than likely it would have been him by himself. The way it's looking, it seems like a lot of the 24 kids that are committed are going to be on campus along with them next weekend. So I told you last week. Choose to be happy about the Justin Scott situation. That was my advice to Notre Dame fans. Choose to be happy. Despite the tweet being, the being deleted, despite Georgia offering, he just picked up another offer from Florida, I believe. Look, offers are going to continue to come if and when he makes a decision on the 31st. Just be happy where things sit. I'm telling you, and I have told you, we sit in a really good position. Just, just chill. Just chill. Lucky Lefty Podcast.